Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. This is your host, David Vogelpohl. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine. And I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. As a reminder, you can follow me on Twitter at WPDavidV, and you can subscribe to Press This on Red Circle, iTunes, Spotify, or download the latest episodes at WMR.FM. Before we get into our interview today, I'd like to remind you, if you're listening to this on Tuesday of this, uh, the week of this uh, episode is broadcast, Uh, that we will be having the annual Decode Virtual Developer Conference on April 20th. If you'd like to register for that, please visit events.wpengine.com forward slash decode dash 2022. If you're listening to this after April 20th, 2022, yes, we have the recordings. Go to that same URL. You can register there and get the recordings. So just wanted to drop that real quick. But now on to our interview for today. We're going to be talking about getting the most from your full site editing builds with the upcoming WordPress 6.0. And joining us for that conversation is WordPress 6.0 editor triage release lead, uh, Mr. Nick Diego from WP Engine. Nick, welcome to Press This. Thanks so much for having me. That title was quite a mouthful. I should have like (laughs) said it out loud before we drafted it up there, but I, I think it works. I like it. Um, I know a lot of people, we've done, you know, a various amount of block editor episodes, you know, since the block editor and Gutenberg started to be introduced into the WordPress ecosystem. But for those listening, what Nick's going to cover today are really his thoughts 
around what full site editing is bringing to WordPress, like what, what, what positive or even negative parts is it bringing, how your development team can start to think about your FSE build strategy. So how am I going to build FSE themes and why and when and when, how do I get started? And then of course, what to expect in WordPress 6.0. Really excited to talk about these things, Nick. I, I think I, I thought I would like be done with block editor interviews like six months after the block editor was, was released, but I think I was wrong. What do you, what do you think, Nick? I think so. I think we're going to be with it for quite some time. Nice, nice. I just wonder if the community will ever like move to like call it the block editor instead of Gutenberg, but uh, at least in the in the core sense. But uh, re really excited to talk to you today. So let me start, Nick, by asking you the same question I ask everybody. Though, could you tell me your WordPress origin story? When was the first time you used WordPress? Yeah, uh, so I actually started back in around 2012. Funny enough, I started with the Genesis framework. Um, I that was my introduction to WordPress. I started building plugins. A lot of my first plugins were actually Genesis plugins. Uh, and I did it as a part-time hobby. I worked in, I was a director of marketing in the hospitality industry. And it was a hobby up until about last year in June when I finally left the hospitality industry after um, around a decade. And I took on WordPress full-time. And here we are today. <laughs> so what was it, what were you doing on that first WordPress project and, and what were you working on part-time as a hobby? You said plugins and stuff, but were you doing client work or like, did you get jump straight into like products that other people would use? Like, I feel like I'm missing a piece of that story. Yeah. So mainly uh, plugins. My first plugin was, so in Genesis, there was the featured page widget. And so I built a more advanced version of that and it's still going strong out there in the world. Uh, so I really focused on plugins. I liked kind of. Um, Were you already a developer, or did you learn development and jump straight into plugins? I, I learned development all from WordPress. So all of my development chops come from learning uh, hacking on WordPress and building plugins. Wow, um, I don't think I've interviewed anyone who jumped so far into the deep end so fast that did not already <laughs> have a development background. You have to be the first in like 240 episodes. Oh wow! Well, I, you know, it was. One thing I found about WordPress is this, the community was so accessible. There was so much documentation around Genesis and it was just a great entry port for somebody who is like curious about it. Um, but again, like you said, didn't know anything, did had no background in development and uh, yeah, it was fun. Wow, fun. So you joined WP Engine this, this past, uh, within the past year. Could you tell us what you do there? Yeah, so I am on the developer relations team alongside Brian Gardner, and we focus on WordPress specifically. There's another side of our team that focuses on Headless and the Atlas product by WP Engine. And we're really you know, focused on new things in WordPress, like full site editing, why I'm here today, and uh, trying to educate the community on how to use these new tools and try to teach people um, what this means for them, why it's a positive thing, even though there's some road bumps along the way. Um, but yeah, educating the community and, and teaching people how to use this stuff. Awesome, awesome. Well, uh, you're in the right place because we definitely need some community learning here today. Uh, looking forward to hearing some of your insights, particularly as the editor triage release lead, thinking about 6.0, I think that gives you some really interesting insights as well. Um, so let me ask you uh, more of a question kind of down into the topic here. Um, what is full site editing and, and what are the core features of it that were released in 5.9? Just recognizing, you know, some people listening might not be fully up to speed. Yeah, absolutely. So I think uh, we can actually take it all the way back to WordPress 5.0, which was 
debuted, I believe, at the end of 2018 when we saw the block editor, or Gutenberg, as uh, some people still call it. Um, I'll try and get everybody to be calling it the block editor or just simply the editor after this uh, podcast here. But that's when we were introduced to blocks. But the idea behind full site editing is that the blocks that we know and love will soon be everywhere on your website. Every piece of your website will be a block, which makes it editable within the interface, within the WordPress editor interface. So full site editing was formally introduced in WordPress 5.9 earlier this year in January. And it's FSE isn't a singular thing. It's actually a collection of features um, that allow you to edit your full site. So that can include things like the dedicated site editor, which allows you to edit templates and template parts of your theme. It also includes global styles, which allows you to change the styles, um, colors, and typography of your entire site. But it also includes dedicated blocks for things that we didn't have before in traditional WordPress. Things like the site logo block, the post excerpt block, the query loop block, you know, things that like you, if we have theme developers listening to this, you're probably familiar with the WordPress loop and writing that in template files. Now we have a block for that as part of this full site editing initiative. So 5.9 was official debut of full site editing, um, but it's really just the beginning. Um, there's a lot of functionality that is yet to be built or polished up uh, that will be coming in future releases. And I'm particularly excited about WordPress 6.0, which will be coming in May, which will have a lot of those enhancements as well. So obviously if I'm a content editor, I'm like, yay, I can edit more things without having to know the weird spots of WordPress to go edit my navigation or something, right? As an editor, my life is getting better. But what about for WordPress themers? Like, obviously there's a lot of agencies out there that are making custom themes for clients or, or just even, you know, teams within a brand. Um, do you think full site editing is a good thing for themers? Uh, and if so, why? That's a loaded question. <laughs> so I think that full site editing is a massive departure from traditional WordPress theming. Um, so I think we need to say that straight out, that it is a completely different experience and that we're going to need to kind of adjust to how we approach clients when talking about a site that supports full site editing. Now, there's a lot, because full site editing is still being iterated on and there's still a lot of work to be done, there are some features that folks, in, you know, agency folks might be looking for, such as being able to lock down certain components of the UI that aren't quite there yet. Um, one really exciting feature coming in 6.0 is the ability to lock blocks directly in the interface, which is cool because you could create a layout for your client lock down the blocks so they could still edit the content, but they couldn't move them. You know, they couldn't mess up their layout, but they could still edit the content. Um, and you'd be able to provide a, you know, a well-designed experience for your client, but also limiting their ability to just mess up the design that you created for them. So I know there's a lot of features, you know, the ability to lock down certain uh, settings, whether it's, you know, you don't want people to be adding custom colors or changing typography of your carefully branded uh, theme that you provide to your users. So. so it sounds like what you're saying is that, you know, this makes sense that FSC might not yet have capabilities that theme providers are used to creating. And so now may or may not be the right time for a particular theme creator, should I say. Um, but 
you know, I'm just kind of curious more from like the high level, kind of imagining it as if we had, you know, those capabilities today and we weren't waiting on 6.0 or whatever. I, I just think the whole kind of notion around FSE themes versus like the traditional way of creating a WordPress theme. Like I feel like the paradigm shift is so great. I'm just curious if, if you feel like where it's going is a good thing for themers, even if we're not here today. And I, I'm really curious about that, but we're going to take our first break and we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. We're in the middle of our interview around getting the most from your full site editing builds with Nick Diego from WP Engine. Nick, right before the break, you were kind of explaining how you know FSE and 5.9 may not have all of the capabilities that a traditional WordPress theme creator might be used to using in their themes, like locking down different elements within the content and so on and so forth. But like imagining that we were kind of had this feature parody, if you will, with the past. I'm just curious if you think that the, the shift in paradigm for even just fundamentally how themes are created in the FSC context um, is a step in a, a positive step in, in, in the right direction, or is this kind of getting away from what a WordPress themer would actually want to do? That's a, it's a great question. And I think the WordPress themer of two years ago, three years ago, four years ago is going to be very different from a WordPress themer, say next year. Once we, you can imagine forecasts in the future that full site editing is more stable a year from now. I think that if you look back at themes of the past, you know, you picked a theme that you liked the aesthetic, you went in as a user, you went in, you edited your content, but a lot of the design was very rigid and structured around whatever the theme designer created. And I think that that's, nice from a theme designer because you're providing a curated experience for the end user. But I, you, we can see that in the community, in the internet community, there is a strong desire for users to want to be able to edit more. You see it with our page builders. You see it with things like Squarespace and Wix. And so I think that WordPress core needed to come up with a solution that gave users more control over how their website looks and feels. I think that kind of goes back to the whole democratizing publishing ethos behind WordPress. And so why I think that this change is going to really require themers specifically to kind of change the way and change their approach to theming for WordPress. I think at the end of the day, it's going to be a great thing for users, um, which at the end of the day, we're building sites for users. 
Uh, it's just, we need to work through the nuances of how to, if you need to control certain things, you're able to do that. If you need to lock down certain things, you're able to do that. And then there's a lot of polish that's needed. You know, things like the navigation block still needs a decent amount of work. Um, there's just elements of the interface that obviously this thing's still being developed. Um, but I'm hopeful that in a year from now, we'll have a really solid experience with, from which to build upon. So it sounds like hearing you talk, you don't view it necessarily as like, oh my goodness, we're losing X capability or Y capability with FSC, but, but more, it's really, it, it, so you hear you talk, it's, its central purpose is to make it easier for the content creator to create meaningful content. It's just that some theme creators may not be ready for that or, or may not want to maybe take on the additional work to get those editor styles in place or whatever else they have to do on the back end to accommodate that. Is that fair? To, is that how you're thinking about? Yes, but I also want to give some credit to the themers as well. I think that there's a lot more education and around full site editing that needs to be created. Uh, one of my other roles is I'm a contributor on the training team where we teach people how to build stuff, how to use full site editing. I think there's a lot of like more education that needs to be done on how to build themes with full site editing and how to use these tools to their fullest potential. And I do wanna put one caveat is that you don't have to use full site editing. Full site editing is enabled by block-based themes. You know, in the future, we can imagine that most themes will be block-based, but you don't, if you're not ready to adopt this new technology, you absolutely do not have to. Um, so I just want to stress that like there's this fear that you're being forced to start building FSC themes. You're welcome to, and I encourage everybody to explore and try it out and build their first block-based theme, but it's not something that needs to be done immediately. Um, but again, the more people that try it and provide feedback, if there's a serious issue like not being able to do X, Y, or Z, communicating that to the team, I, I'll put myself out there. Let me know and we'll pass that on to the team because we wanna make sure that this new technology is, is, is usable as much for the users as it is for people who make a living off building WordPress products, whether that's themes or plugins or whatever it might be. So if a team is like, and I, I get the, I mean, I'm sure it was 6.0 and, and like the after the 6.0 release period in May, that that's maybe when more teams will start thinking more seriously about adopting it, things like say I'm an agency, like a client build. Um, but let, let's say that they're, they're thinking like, okay, I think I'm ready now. Like, it's, you know, summer's coming up. It's not maybe some time to learn. What do you, what is your recommendation? What's the best way for dev teams to get started with their FSC journey? So I think that the best way, and that kind of goes back to my conversation about a bit of a lack of um, resources around it, like a centralized repository. I, I would send everybody to, just download the 2022 theme. It's the base theme that came with WordPress in 5.9 and just learn it deeply. <laughs> like <laughs> learn how it all structures, learn what theme JSON is. It's kind of one of the central components of a block-based theme and just really start to internalize how these structures work because that is something, it's such a paradigm shift from traditional WordPress. It's so different. I wouldn't say it's any harder. If you were starting from scratch today, like I did way back in 2012, if you're starting from scratch. I actually think it's easier to get started today than it would be back with when themes, we were... right? Yeah, with themes, exactly. Yes. 
Have you? Yeah, heard- not necessarily JavaScript development. <laughs> I was going to say, have you heard Rob Stenson's comment? I had him on this podcast and he said this in other contexts, but he's like, the easy stuff is getting easier and the hard stuff is getting harder. And, and I think like theme.json is such a great example of that because it, it feels to me that theme creation is more approachable in FSC than it was in the past. A hundred percent. And I think that, that 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 quote from Rob is spot on. I think that, you know, to build a theme now, it needs very little PHP, basically some HTML. And one of the things that we're exploring and exploring in developer relations, you could basically build your entire theme within the site editor, you know, just designing within the site editor and then export those files and voila, you have a theme. Um, so there's a lot of exciting things around theme development. And I do want to stress the fact that because the barrier to entry to theme development is going to get lower and lower and lower, it's exciting because it might bring in some users who don't have a strong coding background, but maybe are designers. You know, maybe they were limited by not having the coding expertise to design a theme. Now they should be able to do that in a much easier fashion. So what about um, all those people that are dumping like tons of functionality in their themes from the past, like in the FSE kind of paradigm changes that you think people are going to miss that? I think that that is where plugins come in. And I think that I. That's where they were supposed to come in before there, right? Like what is, uh, like this is just, a, people are just kind of pursuing theming the wrong way, I guess. And FSE kind of fixes that in a way. I think it makes it a bit more of a clean experience where all that extra functionality lives in plugins. But I will say that we haven't seen a big ecosystem around the block editor and, and FSC for extensions. You know, if you look, think about like the widget screen in classic WordPress, how many plugins and extensions were built for widgets? You know, I think that there will be eventually, I'm hoping, the same type of ecosystem built around FSC. So a lot of this function at core will only ever include so much functionality. There's going to be functionality that core won't include. And that's where an ecosystem of, you know, plugins and extensions can, can provide for that. And that's I, think, why I think this is a business opportunity. Like we saw this with custom post types and custom meta fields, like WooCommerce came out right after that, a bunch of other plugins taking advantage of the new capabilities. I feel like there, there's another gold rush in WordPress products that is yet to be realized with block editor and FSE. I think 100%, 100% stand behind that comment. And I encourage everyone to learn how to build a block. There's a million blocks that could be built, need to be built. Uh, and there's a lot of opportunity there. What about 6.0? What are the major like uh, kind of uh, banner features that are gonna come in 6.0 in May? What are you most looking forward to there? So this is not gonna be very uh, flashy, but my biggest excitement around 6.0 is that it standardizes a lot of functionality across blocks. Um, so simple things that you may have you're like, why doesn't this, this block has this feature, but this similar block doesn't have this feature. Um, things like margin and padding. There's a bit more of a standardization across blocks, a lot more polish. I like to look at 5.9 as like the initial launch of FSE. And then 6.0 is that kind of follow up with some additional polish that kind of makes everything a little bit nicer to use and a little bit more standardized. The other banner thing, going back to the locking mechanism, that's a big component of what's going to be included in 6.0, which I think will be great for agencies and whatnot to use. And then finally, this is a little thing that I just find so magical. If you're familiar with the cover block, uh, it allows you to add like a background image and some text on top of it. But one of the things that it could never do is pull in the featured image of your post. 
Um, and which is to create like banners like at the top of a, a page or something, you want to show that featured image. And it's a little thing, but now the cover block will support the featured image, which I think is awesome. <laughs> so it's a little little things like that that just make the experience of Fulsa editing that much more delightful, um, which will be coming. So it's, it, it feels obviously a lot less like feature impactful than 5.0, uh, obviously with the big paradigm shift in general with the block editor. Um, that's really interesting to hear those kind of uh, banner features for you. I want to dig a little bit deeper here, but we're going to take our last break and we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. This is your host, David Vogelpohl. I'm interviewing Nick Diego on the DevRel team at WP Engine about getting the most from your full site editing builds. Uh, right before the break, Nick, you were telling us a little bit about the standout features for uh, 6.0 that were high on your list. And you talked about feature sta standardization, which I thought was cool, locking down blocks, which is like a number one request from day one of Gutenberg, and then pulling in the featured image. But again, pretty light release compared to how 5.0 hit. Yeah, and I think that that's there's a lot going on under the hood that were improved. I think it was something like 400 bug fixes in 6.0. Um, there's a lot of work that was done to standardize the interface and make it just more delightful to work with. Um, another thing, you know, again, these are these little tiny things, but when you put them all together, make a much better experience. Simple things like adding, being able to add margin to group blocks and adding spacing control to columns. You know, these are little things that like when you put, if you list them out, they seem very minor, but once you combine them all, it's 6.0 is gonna make the block editing experience, especially the site editor, way more enjoyable than 5.9. And I think that it's the time when I really encourage folks to start exploring building your first full site editing theme if you haven't already. A lot of those little nitty nitpicky things that may have been missing in 5.9 will now be included in 6.0. And now is the time to really start exploring this new technology around theme development. See, I feel like if you would have wound the clock back to October, I uh, can't even remember the year, uh, 18, when, uh, when, yep. when Gutenberg was released and somebody said, okay, we're like a month and a half from its release. Should I start playing with it? I would probably tell them, ah, just wait for 5.0 to be released. It's going to be probably way different from you know today to then. But I feel like 5.9 and 6.0, I, I wonder if like the paradigm is that great that people should wait for May or if they should just go ahead and jump right in. What are your thoughts on that? No, I definitely think that people can jump right in. I, I think I just have a, I, speaking from a personal perspective, I have a bit of a problem when features are presented as, you know, it's amazing, go try it, it's everything you could ever want, right? There's a lot of things that still need work in full site editing. And I just wanna be cognizant of that when someone goes in and tries 5.9 and runs into things that they might find not polished or not 100%. The, if you're gonna explore it now because May is a bit far away, use the Gutenberg plugin because the Gutenberg plugin is where all that future development uh, for FSC is taking place. Um, I will be candid and say that I have trouble running WordPress without the Gutenberg plugin. There's just so many new features that are included in that plugin. 
that I just can't live without now that I've grown accustomed to them. So yes, don't you don't need to wait till uh, 6.0 to start uh, exploring this stuff, but I do encourage you to use that Gutenberg plugin because it will have all the features that will be coming with 6.0. Um, but usually you don't want to run the Gutenberg plugin on a client site. Uh, it's more of a developmental plugin. So maybe start exploring now, start building now, but I, I would feel comfortable building simple client sites this summer on FSC provided you're not doing something incredibly complicated um, that would need a ton of custom work. Um, but, but so, yeah. you've got, so you've got the 2022 theme, the Gutenberg plugin is part of your kind of stack for learning here with FSE. Anything else you want to call out here uh, while we wrap it up? Yeah, I want to do a shameful plug. So uh, in, we're in WP Engine Developer Relations, we are also building an experimental theme called Frost. I'm building that alongside Brian Gardner. And it's experimental, it's available on GitHub, um, but that's also a fantastic resource. If you wanna see what we're working on, how we're building with FSC, uh, we're learning along the way, just like everyone else. And we're basically doing a release every week based on how much, how new changes in WordPress. Uh, so that's a great spot. Uh, and you can always ping Brian or I on Twitter with questions or whatever it might be. Um, but again, the 2022 theme, I encourage you to check out Frost as well. And then learn.wordpress.org is a fantastic resource for all the learning resources. And I'm also personally doing weekly uh, social learning sessions, you know, live hangouts where we can spend an hour talking about a specific talk, topic related to full site editing. Excellent. So. Awesome. Well, I really appreciate you coming on and talking us through it all today, Nick. This was great. Thank you so much. It was fun. Sweet. Well, if you'd like to learn more about what Nick is up to, you can visit WPEngine.com or try out FrostWP.com for Nick's promising, I think, day, or I'm sorry, weekly updates based on how uh, WordPress is evolving. But uh, check out what they're working on over at FrostWP.com. Thanks, everyone, for listening to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. Again, this is your host, David Vogelpohl. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine. And I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.